Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh, uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a football Friday with open full lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, we're going to see some glorious, glorious playoff football this weekend. The best of the best take it on one another as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl. But when I watch... These games, the playoffs, regular season, non-Bears football. I always look and think about the Bears, even though the Bears aren't playing. Like, for instance, this weekend, I have no other choice but to think about the Bears because when I see the likes of C.J. Stroud and Houston, when I see Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, when I see Josh Allen from Baltimore, when I see Brock Purdy in San Francisco, I always think to myself, self, what if? What if we're seeing playoff football? And what does that look like? Because we haven't seen around here for a while. I always look at the top and say, how can the Bears be, be able to be up there instead of being down here where we are right now? I'm talking about another dark season uh, at Soldier Field. No lights on, nothing going on because there's no playoff football again here in Chicago. I told you I called our great teammate, Travis Wacker. Hey, Travis, you got a promotion. Congratulations on your promotion. Just yes, wanted sir. to reach out. Yep. Where are you? He said, um, I'm at Soldier Field. I'm getting all the gear from the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yeah. Bears are done. I got to get all the gear out of here that yep. we broadcast with for the pregame with Sylvie and Joni Akathayer. And I said, how sad. <laughs> I'm up the phone and like, Going to an empty, cold, windy soldier field. Lake is snarling cold. Everybody in these other eight markets getting ready for football. Mm-hmm. Poor Travis is in there schlepping all the gear down to the ESPN van. <laughs> there he is. There he is, putting it all together and zipping everything up. There he is. It was me coming through. Back that up. Let's go. Back the truck up. Get all this gear out of here. Yep. There it is. Back it up. There it is. Put Jeff in there. Come on. Joniak, get in there. There you go. There. There. Get in there. Let's go. Sylvie. Sylvie. Why do I have to go? Season's over. That's it. All right, Sylvie, get out of there. Out. Danny. We're done. Yeah, Zetterman. (laughs) Backing everybody out. Gone. Parabolic mics. So my question to you, I was thinking about this like I... Come on. Do. Exactly. The ring. Yeah, exactly. The engineer. <laughs> Come on out. Gone. Gone. Everybody. I mean, quiet and cold, Cap. Right. And it's sad. Yep. So, as we have this ongoing debate where you and I are evil because we think we would take a new quarterback and we're just horrible people as we get more and more intel, 
and the Justin Fields stand club out there, it's clear as day he's the next Patrick Mahomes. I just don't happen to see that at this point. I hope they're right if we keep him. I'm a Bears fan, man. Whoever they have, I said this to you the other day, and I'll preach it from the mountaintops. Whatever I would do, I don't have the benefit of being in L.A. today like Ryan Poles doing my intel on Caleb Williams while I meet with Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. And that is confirmed. He's out there. So I was thinking about this. Of the eight quarterbacks who are going to duck under center this weekend, or in the Bears' case, it would be in the shotgun, The what of the eight, who would you take Justin over? Well, let's go through the names. Okay. We'll start in Buffalo. Buffalo Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yes, Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. We break down both. We know all the intangible for Justin, so that's nothing to break down. We know the good and the bad with Justin Fields, things he needs to work on as a quarterback. But with Josh Allen, we know that, again, strong arm, uh, is able to make a team better. The one thing I don't like is the amount of turnovers that he's had. But, of course, when you're on a good team, sometimes, even though he does turn the ball over, his team is the elixir to get around it. Correct. As, as we've seen, right? Strong defense, or running the football, all that kind of thing. So, yeah, Josh Allen for sure. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Well, that, that's the tip of the spear right there. That's, that is. That's, that's the number one guy. As, as uh, Shea told us, Shea says, you know what? It's the best quarterback that he's ever seen. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. I can, can I say he's the best I've ever seen? There's been some great oh, ones. Oh, Sure. I mean, sure. he's the best. And Aaron Rodgers is mm-hmm. right there. He ain't no Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Tom Brady ain't no Patrick Mahomes. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, right it, now Tom Brady's at the top of the list, is, for me. and Peyton Manning is not far behind. Now, I won't let this devolve into young guy comes in the barbershop to tell me that Michael Jordan was way less than the LeBron. We're not doing that. Correct. It, it, it's you know, again, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Now, you and I are armed with the knowledge of seeing so many great quarterbacks over the years. Correct. Going back to the, for, for me, the 80s, you the 70s. And again, it, it, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, definitely, I mean, he's still number one. I always wonder what football would look like post-Tom Brady. Football is just fine with Mahomes being the face of the quarterback position. No question. But yeah. Tom Brady's at the top of the list for me. Peyton Manning's not far behind. Mahomes is right there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's two that we would take them over our guy. Um, Jordan Love. <sighs> say it. You have to say it on the mic. Do I have to say it out you loud? You got to say it. I was right. Come on, man. I've, there's a video floating out there when we're at the, where there's Eric Ostrowski asking everyone, would you take Jordan Love or Justin Fields? Mm-hmm. As a Bears fan, of course, I, I was taking Justin Fields. I said the same thing. I can't take Jordan Love. I just Love. couldn't do it. And Waddle <laughs> called me. He's like, you are such a jerk. I'm like, what did I do? He said, you said Justin Fields, and there's no way you take him over Jordan Love. You've been on Jordan Love since August. You just did it to keep the heat off your mentions. Probably right. <laughs> I don't think that. Just, no, I don't think. I, I, I mean, I, I would take Jordan Love. Not even close. At this point, yes. That's not how I felt at the time before the matchup between the uh, Packers and the Bears. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, you know, this season will tell a great story about Brock Purdy. I guess, again, where he is and where Justin is, yeah, I would take Brock Purdy at this point in time. Today. I, and, and just by the way, a caveat to that, Cap, 
you know, there is this real nasty thing out there in this in the NFL and football conversation about system quarterbacks. Right. Or this quarterback is no good really, but it was the, it's the system that elevates it. Well, the thing is is that no matter what system that you're in, can I just tell you, all the quarterbacks are in a system. Mm-hmm. Every quarterback that we see, college and pro are in a system. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you how do you work that system? You know, what players do you have to be able to enhance that system? Who's the coach to be able to work that system? And of course, Everything comes down to execution of said system. So when we say that Brock Purdy is just, eh, just a system guy, anybody can run it. Well, no, not everybody can run it because Trey Lance isn't there anymore. Correct. So, uh, so I'm giving uh, Brock Purdy credit for being able to run the system and not just say he's just a system quarterback. Otherwise, he's no good. Well, I think it's, I think it's fine. Okay. So Brock Purdy, yeah. All right. At this time. Uh, we, so we did love. So four for four. Of the games that I gave you. Okay? Yeah. So now we go to Lions and Bucks. Jared Goff. He's taken one team to the Super Bowl. This year had a 4,000-plus yard season. He has got the Lions on the precipice of the NFC title game playing at home against the Buccaneers. Yeah, At this time, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. Oh, God. Well, Baker Mayfield has a road playoff win in his career, right, Shay? I believe so. I'll double check. He also threw this year for 4,044 yards, 28 touchdowns to, t- to 10 interceptions, passer rating of 94.6, second best of his career. Baker Mayfield plays every game. He doesn't get hurt. I think as a rookie, he played 14. Then he went 16, 16, 14. And then 12 between two teams where he wasn't getting the run as the starter. Yeah, and they and made this year him played playing, all 17. They made him play in Cleveland with a shoulder injury. He couldn't throw the ball. That's the reason they traded him. Right. It was a road playoff game. Baker was 21 of 34 for 263 and three touchdowns. They beat the Steelers 48 to 37. So let's give him full credit that the light has turned on because when he first um, came on the scene this year, especially when the Bears played him, I said, okay. You know, this is a nice stopgap for whatever's next for Tampa. And he was able to take that job and run with it. Uh, it's some of the best football that we've seen from Baker Mayfield. I know that there was a lot of Cleveland stink on him mm-hmm. because it wasn't necessarily. And I know we so hyper-focused on the quarterback, whether or not the quarterback can lead you, yes or no, thumbs up, thumbs down. But there was a lot of stink on him organizationally, head coach-wise, and just the team wasn't ready to win. So I will give Baker Mayfield a lot of credit because – I thought that he was just going to be here just for a cup of coffee, and he's actually been able to stabilize that position and say, you know what, this is who I am now. He's matured, Cap, Yeah, all the way around. He has. On on and off the field. He is the guy that the Browns thought that they were getting initially. Okay, so now we're down to our final game, and that would be the Ravens. Lamar Jackson about to win his second MVP. Okay, enough said. And C.J. Stroud. Enough said. That means all eight that are left, you would take over Justin. I wonder, I'm sure that there's a dissenting opinion out there that feels like, nah, I think that Justin could fit in this eight. And I don't think that he he can't fit in this eight yet. Not yet. I feel like there are people who would take Brock Purdy uh, or Justin Fields over Brock Purdy or Baker Mayfield. But But they're doing that then on their fandom and hope. Because he hasn't shown yet 
that he belongs there. I kind of get it with Purdy because I think Purdy's a rat, but I I would get like I still would rather have Purdy at this point. But I want Purdy on the Niners. Like if you drop Pur, I'm a big believer. If you drop Purdy into the Bears, I think the Bears would look pretty much like the Bears. So Brock Purdy is a snitch to the FBI and police. <laughs> Just a fraud. Okay, but he's not a fraud. Listen, we can agree to disagree. I don't think Brock Purdy's real at all. Okay. Uh, I'm not telling you he's Tom Brady, but he's not a fraud. He also is someone I don't even think he's particularly good, frankly. He also he also snitches to the FBI and the police, apparently, since he's a rat. He's a rat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I only hear that in, in, in Italian movies, usually. Correct. That's odd. Right. No, I, I just think that, as I just laid out, I just think that... This is a system that Shanahan has laid out. And whether or not it looks aesthetically pleasing or not, hey man, it's effective. You know, they're, they're winning with it, along with the defense and the offense. Like, can you plug anybody in there for it to do? Maybe not. What I'm saying is, is that all we can look at is what we see today. The offense works with Brock Purdy. It works. It absolutely does. Yeah. Except Absolutely when they play the Ravens does. or when they play at night. Oh, yeah. All I can tell, go by is what I see with the win-loss win record. I can't tell you about the uh, upcoming games because they haven't been played yet. I can just tell you about since we're having a conversation on Friday, I see what I see. Pretty good, kid. Pretty good, kid. <laughs> uh, by the way, he threw for 4,300 yards this season. Yeah. 31 touchdowns to 11 interceptions but with a passer rating of 113. And Shea's saying, you know, is it sustainable? Well, we'll see. We'll see. All, I'm telling, all we can look at is what we have in front of us, Cap. Like, hey, that's a pretty good offense. You know what? I'm a Bears fan. Wish the Bears had that. That, that kind of matriculation down the field with a good running game Correct. with McCaffrey and being able to have those weapons available Correct. and be able to exploit a defense. I wish the Bears had that. His two years in San Francisco where he wasn't the full-time starter last year, 44 touchdowns to 15 interceptions with a passer rating of 111.4. Now, these are the final eight that we just laid out. I wonder how further down the list you, that you can go before we get to Justin. Oh, you mean in, in terms of the whole NFL? Yeah. Well, let's do that exercise. We give, we give the teams that are in the playoffs the, the benefit of the doubt, and you say, well, you've earned it. C.J. Stroud in Houston came out of nowhere. I think that that's where we're going with this cap, in which we, we would love for the Bears next year whether it's Justin Fields at the quarterback position or not, to be able to have enough weapons where they turn it around like Houston. Houston, you think the Bears have been a bad organization. All the controversy around the Texans. We didn't have any controversy. We just were bad. The Texans? Oh, my God. Team Chaplin running the team? I mean, that's a lot that was happening there. Correct. Firing coaches left and right. Brother Cully here. Lovey Smith there. And then, you know, here comes Tomiko Ryans. And Nick Casario from the Patriots. And, and looked at the team. Like, everything, everything clicked. Yes, both of them. And everything clicked. Think about it. I, w- I would love for the Bears to be in that same position where it's like, okay, three to seven wins, and here we go. Agreed. Okay, so Miami. Two is right now more accomplished. That's a fact. It's true. Okay. But I still like Justin's upside. Two is more accomplished. There's no, no doubt. Question. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yep. Okay, enough said. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. No shot. No shot. Justin's way better. Okay. Deshaun Watson. 
<laughs> leave leave the lotion ish, issues. Leave, a, leave the to lotion the side. in the basket, will you? Put no the lotion? lotion in the basket. <laughs> no Deshaun. lotion, right? No lotion. We, okay. No lotion. Just as okay. a player, he's right. better. Yeah, without lotion, no. Without lotion, Justin's better. Because those wow. are those are PEDs for Watson. <laughs> yes, apparently. Okay, Kenny Pickett, huh? Kenny Pickett, Justin. Okay, they're gonna run it back with Pickett next year. Like Tomlin says, I'm uh, I'm hyper focused for next year to be the head coach. And you're gonna there's gonna be competition. Pickett and someone. Pickett against someone, not Mitch. No, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be competition in Pittsburgh. But I I would take uh, Justin. Okay, so we've got. Justin ahead of Pickett. We got Justin ahead of the Patriots conundrum at quarterback. That's two. How about the Bengals, Joe Burrow? No shot. Okay, no shot. Uh, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. Is that not even? Come on now. (laughs) I mean, Lawrence has not been able to get over the hump that I thought he he would as a quarterback. Numbers aside, just look at it. Just say it out loud. Trevor Lawrence better than Justin Fields? I think if you asked personnel people to draft, they would take Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, hold on a second now. Trevor Lawrence Been in, the playoffs. in 2021 threw yeah. for 3,641 yards. Yeah. 12 TDs to 17 interceptions <gasps> this year. Terrible. Last year, 25 to 8 with 4,100 yards. And the year before, 21 to 14 as a rookie with all the Urban Meyer nonsense and 4,016 yards. Stop. But having said that, though, when I ask who's the best quarterback in that draft class, you got to think a minute. Because the Jags were so disappointing. But his numbers, far better. I think it is Lawrence, but like Hoodie, to your point, I've seen enough of Trevor Lawrence going four downs, goal to go, and throwing the ball 10 yards deep of the end zone. Yeah. Like, it happens way too often yeah. he, in big spots. Yikes. Just, okay. just like Fields, I'm waiting for Lawrence to take. It is, it's not just him. When we talk about these quarterbacks individually, you're also talking about the team. So I'm looking for the Jags to be able to finally reach their potential. Okay. If you put Lawrence on the Bears with that line, would he, would he have the same numbers? No. No, because there'll be def- there'll be defenders swinging him down to the turf by his mane. Correct. That That's long what, hair. Yeah. Danny Zetterman hair. Yeah, they, they'll be swinging him down because of that inept ineptitude on that offensive line. Okay, Anthony Richardson. No, I take Justin. Really? Yep. Shay. Anthony Richardson. I haven't seen enough of him yet. It's tough, but <laughs> it's Justin for me. If you're gonna go, if if you're gonna go by resume and numbers, yeah, who's got the okay? okay. He, yeah. just got he just got here, right, so. and he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, so, so we'll say Justin just, there. Yeah, okay. I can't I can't get over those three games that he played though. He looked so good. Sure. So we've got the Patriots mess, the Steelers, and Indy so far. Okay, you want Will Levis or Justin? Justin. Okay, Did we settle Jacksonville. Yeah, we he has going two four thousand yard seasons. Okay. Yes. So we're at four. Tennessee, Pittsburgh, New England, and uh and Indy. Sure. Those four. Okay. We already did Mahomes. The Raiders. Aiden O'Connell? Yeah. I'll take Justin. Yeah. Okay. So that's five. Denver. They don't have one because they're getting rid of Russell Wilson. So that's six. Drew Locke. Isn't that their quarterback? Believe so. Yeah. Okay. That's six. And then Justin Herbert. No. So right now, there are 26 other situations you'd take before Justin. Yep. 
doesn't mean he can't improve. Right. But it means today. Right. Arm with the data you have today. Mm-hmm. He's 26. Right. And here, here's the thing. Some of that becomes incomplete because of the amount of injuries that Justin has suffered. Two years in a row, not available for a stretch of games. Correct. For this past season. It was four this past season, right in the middle of the season, where we saw a lot of Tyson Bajant, correct? So, yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't do the NFC with you. Well, that's enough. No, we'll, we'll give, I'll give you the rest. <laughs> Thank you. Dak Prescott. It's Dak. Okay. Jalen Hurts. It's, it's Jalen Hurts. Okay. Da- uh, Daniel Jones. It's Justin. Justin. Yeah. Washington, Sam Howell. No. Justin. Okay. Uh, Vikings, Kirk Cousins. No, it's Kirk. Uh, Tampa Bay, we already did. Mm-hmm. The Saints, Derek Carr. No. I'll take Justin. Yep. Atlanta, they don't have one. Get Ritter him. Desmond Ritter, no. No. Yep. Or Heineke, no. Carolina, Bryce Young. No. It's Justin. Justin. We did the Niners. The Rams, Matthew Stafford. Enough said. And as we put a pin in uh, in Bryce Young, Justin Fields is a better quarterback. Could you imagine if the Bears would have went one with Bryce Young? Oh, God. I mean, just saying. Like, what if, I mean. You'd have Bryce Young and you wouldn't have DJ. You wouldn't have Darnell Wright. Right. You wouldn't have the number one overall. Like, that trade is amazing. It's the draft pick that you don't make. Geno Smith. That was pretty smart. Geno Smith. Uh, Justin Fields. Disagree. Based on the data. That's fine. But Geno Smith would be you know, a boob with a, a C on his helmet with the Bears. Probably right, but we can only we're yeah, gonna fine. do the data. Yeah, his 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 numbers are better than Justin Fields, yes. Kyler Murray. I like Justin Fields. I do too. Okay. I, now again, those numbers would tell me that Kyler Murray's better, but I'm just telling you I would prefer Justin in that spot. Four, five, six. Justin's looking for that Kyler Murray money at some point. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve. So out of thirty-two, he's twenty. And I think that when we looked at the quarterback tiers mm. from Mike Sando, uh, that's about where he had him. I think he was uh, tier four. I think Shay right somewhere in that in, in that. Uh, particular spot yeah. and that's where he belongs until the bears do right by him and for him to be a better quarterback as simple as that that surprise you that we have him at 20 no that's that's about right now can he take a big step of if they go trade the pick and get more talent of absolutely of course he's got ability we have never said he's not a good football player I we guess, just don't know if he's good enough. I guess the point cap is that you wish that the bears had that that infrastructure to have Fields as one of the you know middle tier quarterbacks or top tier quarterbacks that they had the right players, right offensive line. You wish that the Bears were like Houston right now that could be able to strike while the iron's hot. That's came out of nowhere. I'd love for the Bears to be that next year. That would be cool. Now you got a real stacked NFC North. Packers, Lions, and then the Bears in that spot. And then the, don't forget about the Vikings as well. That'd be awesome. But as Poles slow plays this thing from three wins to seven wins, you just can't go backwards. you got to keep moving forward. Your idea to be able to get this team better is to bring back Matt Eberflus, figure out what you're going to do at the quarterback position, and then make sure you strike as hot as you can in the draft and free agency. Because now that you locked in sweat on the defense, now that you are going to be able to get more players, it should be playoff time, you would think, for the Bears. You would think. You would think.
But nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. <laughs> so tough, a tougher schedule uh, for twenty twenty four. I know it came out. At least the um, the teams that the uh, Bears are going to play is it tougher this year. Did you remember seeing that? Yeah, I'll give you their opponent. Well, it's a last place schedule again. It's not an easy schedule, man. You get the Commanders with oh. a new coach and a new quarterback. You get the Patriots with a new coach and a new quarterback. Yeah, there were some difficult games. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. difficult games. And the again. Bears get their eight division opponents. Yep, and then at home they get the Rams. The Seahawks, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Panthers, and the Patriots. On the road, they get their divisional opponents. They're at Arizona, San Francisco, Houston, Indianapolis, Washington. Hmm. Not an easy schedule, now. Nope. And, and, and everything's predicated on what the Bears are going to do to be able to upgrade these positions. Correct. Well, and to cap, like, I think the biggest issue is. The way things are shaping up in 2024, the AFC North and the NFC North are going to be the two best divisions in football. So the eight division games are going to be brutally difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I have another question for you. Hmm. I kept this in my quiver of arrows. I didn't tell you guys this at the meeting. And my buddy Dave texted me, where's your other question? Because I was talking to him. How many teams of the final eight... Or even if you want to use last weekend, we had we had twelve. How many of those teams would take Caleb Williams over the quarterback they currently have? Uh, I would say it's a good question. Yeah, Kaleeb. <laughs> well, not, not, well, I don't know. Right, Kaleeb <laughs> Williams. <laughs> yes. Guy called in. <laughs> right. Okay, so I would say at some point Cleveland would want to get younger at that position at quarterback. Deshaun's not old. I meant Baker Mayfield. I meant uh, Tampa. I meant. Tampa. Tampa, yes. Baker's not that old. How old's Baker? He's got to be in his 20s, right? Is what we're seeing sustainable? Yes. I think he's going to get a three- or four-year deal. Okay. Be care- I'd be careful with that. He was good in Cleveland. I've, you were talking no. to one of the biggest Baker Mayfield fans there is. Yeah. He had one of Cleveland's best passing seasons in the history of their franchise, and then they made him play through that shoulder injury so they could move him. How about before that? Well, it was his two first years in the league. Then he has one of the best seasons they've ever had. Hold on, I got his numbers right here. Playoff game. Mm -hmm. I got his numbers right here. As a uh, rookie in 2018, 3,725 yards, 27 TDs, 14 interceptions, and a rating of Mm 93.7. Pretty good. How was the success for the ball club? And that that was only in 14 games, huh? How was the success? That's not all on the quarterback, though. They got the number one pick in the draft. They had to fire their head coach, who had gone 0 and 16 the previous year. All right, so we we move out the wins and losses now. Now they don't count. Of course, for a rookie quarterback in a situation where the team was 0 and 16, you Mm -hmm. can't count the wins and losses against him. He had a great season. Please erase that. Uh, Redact it off the record. The wins and losses do not matter. It is rookie year in an 0 and 16 team that fired the coach eight games in. We're Mm going to count the wins and losses. Okay, That's crazy to me. The next next year. We move those out. How about the next year? The next now, had he played all sixteen games as a rookie, he would have had a four thousand yard season. He only th- played in fourteen, thirty seven hundred twenty five yards. Mm-hmm. The next year, he played all sixteen. His completion percentage went down from sixty three eight to fifty nine four. Not good. No, no, take that off the record. Also, thirty eight hundred twenty seven yards, twenty two TDs to twenty one interceptions, and his rating dropped to seventy eight eight. Damn. His third year. Played all 16 again. Yep. Completion percentage back to 63. 
3,563 yards, 26 to 8 TD to interception ratio, and a career high passer rating of 96. Pretty good. And a road playoff win. And a road playoff win. The next year, he threw for 3,010 yards, had a shoulder injury, 17 to 13 TD and interception, rating of 83 1. Get out. Gamer. Gamer to play with that harness. That was right underneath this. I remember seeing that underneath his pads. Yeah. And still tried to play anyway. And then he sp- split time between Carolina and the Rams. Got picked up off the scrap heap by Tampa. Played all 17 games. Completed 64% of his balls for 4,044 yards. 28-10. to 10. TD to interception. Passer rating. Second best of his career. 94.6. Right. Okay. So we have the teams that are playing in the playoffs this weekend. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's not moving off Josh Allen for Caleb Williams. That's a fact. Right? Can we agree on that? That's correct. Okay. They're not moving off Mahomes. The Lions, would they take Caleb Williams over Jared Goff? They would not. Khalib. They would not. Really? Today? No. At the end of the season, if somehow they got a gift card for the number one pick, they wouldn't do that? I think that you're moving forward to trying to get to the Super Bowl, aren't you? Right? Yeah, you're trying to build something, though. If you gave him a gift card for the number one pick, yeah, I think they'd take Caleb. But without that, they're going to pay Jared Goff $300 million. <laughs> right, but what I'm saying is if they had made some smart trade like the Bears did and they had the number one pick, would they take Caleb Williams over Jared Goff when the season I, ends? I would say no, but go ahead. Okay. We talked about Baker Mayfield. They would absolutely take Caleb Williams. I don't care how good Baker's playing. They would absolutely take Caleb that, Williams. Well, I was thinking that, too. Okay. Would the 49ers take Caleb Williams over Brock Purdy? 1,000%. I'm sure they feel like that he could fit that system. No question. Mm-hmm. Would the Packers trade Jordan Love for Caleb Williams? I'm not sure they would. They no. love Jordan Love. You feel like you got a, a, even though he's been in the league for a while, you feel like you have a brand new asset. It feels like C.J. Stroud because it comes out of nowhere. Right. So I, I feel like that's, even though he's been around, it feels like a, like a first-year guy because it's his first year of starting. And would the Ravens trade Lamar for? No. Nope. No, they would not. Nope. And would the Texans give up C.J. Stroud for him? No. I think they're fine. Again, first-year guy, doing well. Okay, so seven, maybe six. Mm-hmm. If we said the, the 49ers, the Lions, and the Bucks, three, three of the final eight would make a change to Caleb Williams, probably. Mm-hmm. So, so let's, Interesting. So let's talk about this regarding Justin Fields and what we have in the playoffs this weekend. I cannot wait to be able to watch the divisional round matchups. Would you take Fields over any of the eight remaining quarterbacks? And again, if you're just getting in your car or just turning the show on, we're talking about C.J. Stroud from Houston. We're talking about Lamar Jackson, uh, Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, and Baker Mayfield. Three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six. Would you take Fields over any of the eight remaining quarterbacks? We're talking about it on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headline. Headline with Cap and J Hood. Seven a.m. hour brought to you by the Comed Energy Efficiency Program. The Bears are meeting with USC quarterback coach and senior offensive analyst Cliff. Kingsbury in Los Angeles. Kingsbury has experience with Caleb Williams last season and is an obvious choice if the Bears use the top pick on Caleb, unless you're Dave Wanstead, who on NBC Sports Chicago said 
that would be the worst mistake Matt Eberfus could make. And I like the guy because he doesn't run the football enough. The Bulls won on the road over Toronto yesterday, 116-110. Not all good news, though. Zach Levine left the game with a right ankle sprain. Vucevic and DeRozan led the way with 24 each. Vuce, 13 boards and 7 assists. He was awesome. While Kobe White tossed in 23. Blackhawks suffered their ninth loss in 11 games last night. 3-zip to the Buffalo Sabres. And the NFL divisional round this weekend. Saturday, Ravens-Texans. Niners host Packers. Into Sunday, where Lions host Tampa Bay. Buffalo gets another shot at Kansas City. But this time, they're coming to their crib in Orchard Park, New York. Jay Moore! Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Gavin J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 on ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. You can watch our show on Twitch as well, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Also on YouTube, youtube.com. Make sure you subscribe to everything ESPN Chicago on our YouTube page as we talk to you about the uh, playoffs taking place this weekend. Would you take Justin Fields, Bears quarterback, over any of the eight remaining quarterbacks? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. We're talking about C.J. Stroud and Lamar Jackson and Jordan Love and Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. That's what we're talking about. Jump in in our conversation right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. I'd like to remind you, we have Shot or No Shot. That's coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on Cap and J. Hood. To the phone lines we go. We'll take a... Look over at uh, 294. Here's Steve on ESPN 1000. Steve, good morning. Steven, what's yeah, up, hey, man? Good morning. Doing great here. The snowy 294. All right. Stay safe, man. Right. You know, uh, I would say that I would pass on uh, keeping uh, taking Justin Fields over any of the remaining quarterbacks. Um, you're sort of implying that he's a uh, top 10 quarterback in, in that comparison. So I would say uh, I would not take him. Interesting. And I think there's a lot of people that feel the way you do. And there's others that think Justin should be number two on the list. So, yeah, I mean, Steve, when we're talking about these divisional round playoffs that we're going to see this weekend, we're talking about the Elite Eight at this point in time. This is where they are. And it's a mixture of veterans and then young guys like a Brock Purdy and a C.J. Stroud's in there. I'd love for the Bears to be able to be in that Elite Eight at some point soon. Oh, no doubt. We definitely want to have the elite eight quarterback. I think I'm going to bring up the Packers game, and that not just on Justin because the blind play was so bad, but he didn't put off. It, it, let's say we for, fast forward to this year, and that's the performance we put in. You, you retain him, you pick him, and the Creed Bay game is a performance you get, and you didn't take Caleb Williams. I think you're looking back saying, I should have probably taken that other guy. Steve, we appreciate the telephone call. Drive safe, man. And now he leaves line open, 312-332-3776, Naperville. Here's Daniel on Cap and Jay Hood. Daniel, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. Uh, yeah, no shot. I'm taking Justin Fields in front of any of those guys. That guy does – he's not a good player. I know you guys said, hey. you know, earlier, he's, he's not a good player. Can't read a defense. You know, go watch the tape. Just turn on the tape, watch the All-22 – You'll see dudes wide open streaking down the middle of the field. He'll be staring at him, and he won't rip the ball to him. Can't read a defense, which is why he holds on to the ball forever, and that's why he ends up jumping around like a jackrabbit and having to run for his life. It's not all on the offensive line. It's not all on the receivers. 
he's not a good quarterback. There's no chance I'd take him above anybody else. I don't know if they should take Caleb Williams. You know, I'm not a scout, whatever. What I do know is that he cannot play at a high level in the NFL. So, so what do you think is the best course of action for the Bears, though? Because, as you well know, they have their choice, the Bears. They have a number one pick. Everyone says it's Caleb Williams. So what do you think is best? Yeah. I'm not a scout, man. I don't, you don't have I don't to know, be. You, know? you, you don't, you don't yeah, like, so, wait, hold on a second. You don't like Justin Fields, so what's the answer? You, you called in and well, said you don't do, like Fields, well, so what's well, next? What I, do know, what I do know is that Justin Fields cannot play in the NFL. Okay, so then what's that's next? That's what I do know. I don't know which one of these guys can because they haven't been in the NFL, right? So that's the unknown. What you know is that Justin's not good, okay? Okay. So if you were to listen to, like, quote-unquote, the scouts, right, which, as we know... You know, is they're not always right in, you know, sort of projecting who's going to be good. What the scouts would say, most of the scouts, if you believe the, you know, reports with anonymous GMs, would say that Caleb Williams is the number one overall pick, many of whom would say he's a generational talent. If you legitimately have, you know, a majority of scouts and general managers who think the quarterback's a generational talent, It'd be kind of stupid to pass up on that guy. Okay. Yeah, and I think you make valid points. Like, it's not our job to evaluate Drake May. We don't get the background data that Ryan Poles does. Yeah, but if I'm calling Cap and Jay Hood and I say, I don't think that Justin Fields is an NFL quarterback, and you're asked, well, what should they do? I don't know. Well, well I mean, you can't just... say he'd move on. Yeah, but no, but, yeah, but I had to pull that out of him, Cap. I mean, it was just a few, a few moments ago. He's, he didn't have an answer. And if it, and he says, based on what he reads, the evaluation is that Caleb Williams is a generational talent. That's where he'd go to. Right. But, and I don't want to speak for him, but I think what he's saying is, look, I've got all the data I need on Justin. I don't think he's good enough. I don't have the access to the background work on Caleb Williams and Drake May and Jaden Daniels, who's rocketing up draft boards. I read something yesterday where people are like, dude, when he gets to the combine and tests, everyone's going to be like, that dude's not as far off as maybe you have him listed as number three. So th- I think that's what he means. Look, the, in the end, one guy's making this determination. He'll get all the data, but there's one guy that's got to wake up on draft day and look at his wife and go, all right, I'm doing this. Whether that's keep Justin or take one of these guys. I also disagree that he's that Justin Fields is not an NFL quarterback. Yeah, I agree with you. And the, the idea that he can't read defenses, that I don't believe that that's the case. I mean, if he couldn't read defenses at all, I mean, the Bears would have moved on and, and try to find a veteran to replace him. I just think that they've given him a lot of time to be able to figure this out. And again, it's still it's it's not a fait complete that this is who Justin Fields is. This might work in a different scenario, different coach or a different team. Different system. Maybe. It could. No question. At this point, it, it is not working well enough for the Bears to be able to excel, especially based on the personnel around him. Okay. It's, it's, it's on him, but it's also on the personnel around him. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Camacho's on the south side on Cap and J-Hood. Hey, Camacho. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Do your friends call you Hector? Hey, you know what? Hector Macho Camacho is probably in my lineage somewhere down the line. How Easy. about that? That's awesome. Easy. Hey, but listen, I'm going to tell you guys real quick. The guy who called last, first of all, if you haven't suffered for 30-plus years being a Bears fan, you shouldn't even have a chance to speak on it. Okay? These guys are talking about Justin Fields like if he's a bum. I, I don't understand. We haven't had a good freaking quarterback in forever. We have a good quarterback, and we're ready to sign him off 
Jordan Love has been sitting behind an offensive coordinator and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, one of the best QBs for four years in a, in a, in a, in a, in a whole setup, like just work to be able to be good. Justin hasn't had that opportunity still. He, how are we? How are we even judging the guy? Oh, he's had the had, opportunity. He just it just yeah, but I'm saying as far as, as far as like what are we sticking to though? Like you know, it's like with all the different minds of offensive coordinators that he's had, he hasn't had anything stable with love, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, he's better than Stroud. He's better than Baker Mayfield. Whoa, whoa, he's, whoa! He's better than golf. He's better than golf. Upside, upside, big time, right? The numbers are, are he's not right. But if you look at his upside, you look at his talent, you look at his gifts. He's a lot better than a lot of those guys, man. He just doesn't have the numbers and the wins to prove it yet. That's all. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Camacho, I love your name. I love your passion. That's great. Come on, man. C.J. Stroud is in the final eight. Now, he won a road yeah, playoff game listen, north of 4,000 yards. I don't understand that, Cap. But you see, when you see C.J. Stroud throw the ball, it's like a limp biscuit. You see how he throws that? You see Justin? Oh my Justin's God. a machine. What? All right, He's Camacho. a machine. You know, hey, uh, and I'm a big time Justin fanboy. Yeah. Fanboys are us. You better believe it. Go Justin Fields. Okay, thank you very much for the God phone call. Bless. Thank you very much. Damn. He's got all the intangibles, Cap, except the wins of the production. Otherwise, Justin's great. Otherwise, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Right. I mean, like, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> CJ Stroud, if he's listening to this, goes, "Wait a minute, I threw for north of four thousand yards. I just beat the living H. It was at home over Cleveland. Sure." We crushed him. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing here? No, but he came in the door telling you that he's a big Justin Fields fan. And But, you know, the beginning of his uh, call resonated with me by saying that, boy, we've never had a, a great quarterback in this town. That's what he, when he squints, that's what he sees. When yeah. he squints and looks at the Bears game, he sees a great quarterback because we never had one. Correct. This is why people hold on to the apron strings and say, Cap, this is the guy because we've never had one, and we believe that the, he's going to be the guy. There are some that are not willing to move on. I get that as a fan. I get that because you want the young man to succeed. But, again, because of him and because of the Bears, he, he hasn't been able to elevate to the next level yet. All of it is the reason why he hasn't been able to get there yet. Totally agree. Maybe he has an opportunity this upcoming season. I, look, if he's the guy, if they commit to him, dude, I'm a Bears fan. I told you. Don't think you're quick enough on your feet, but if they make you the quarterback, I'm cheering every Sunday. Lewis Riddick was on Waddle and Sylvie talking about Justin Fields. Which Lewis Riddick is going to stand up? Find out next on Cap and J. Hood. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J. Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and uh, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We'll have Shout or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. Lewis Riddick was on with Waddle and Sylvie. Great guest, always uh, opinionated. So there was a time that Lewis Riddick was on in December with Waddle and Sylvie and talked about Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields at times will show flashes of being uh, a great quarterback. And Lewis Riddick said in December. I had a coach tell me this once, and, and I believe it wholeheartedly. Flashes get people fired. You know why? Because what happens is it flashes just enough for you to continue to hang on and hang on and hang on and hang on. And then next thing you know, 
okay, as a coach, you're getting your rear end fired because you kept believing in the upside. You kept believing in the potential, and you couldn't see when to draw the line. So his thoughts on uh, Justin Fields at the time, that there was flashes, but now flashes get you fired. Uh, yesterday, Lewis Riddick was on Waddle and Sylvie, says that the Bears should keep Fields and build around him. Right now, I think they'd go with keeping Justin. I, I, don't, I don't look. They, they haven't lost faith in that, in that West Coast-style offense. Okay, They haven't lost faith in it. Look at all the dudes they're bringing in that are direct descendants of that. So they still like it. They obviously still like it philosophically. And how could you not? How could you not? But not everybody can teach it the exact, you know, the same way. I mean, it, you, you know this, right? I mean, and it has different variations, too. I mean, and it is a good system. It is. I've heard Mike McDaniel talk about it. I've sat and talked to Sean about it and listened to Kyle talk about it. I was with Andy and listened to him talk about it. it everybody has their different things. So they still like it. And I, and I do think that Justin can thrive in it. I think he could thrive in it in the same way that Jordan Love is thriving in it. Oh, the same level as Jordan Love, he says. But can you compare Fields and Love at all? But he, like I said, and we know this, and people in Chicago need to understand, Jordan Love has had a much more stable, methodical, textbook upbringing in the NFL. Justin's has been awful. Awful. <laughs> you can't compare the two. But the Bears should keep him. No, he didn't say he's been awful. He's saying his upbringing, Matt Nagy to Eberflus to tear the team down to Luke Getz, all of it. I think that's I think that's how he's looking at it. his upbringing. Where Jordan Love's got Matt Lafleur, he's got Aaron Rodgers. He sits for three years, learns how to be a pro, and he's a stud. And Gutekunst is laughing up there, the GM. Because his scouting was correct mm-hmm. if we develop him properly. Remember that guy who called in yesterday, said he was in a golf event, and there were all the Packers coaches having an outing yeah. last summer, June. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I'm from Chicago. What do you think of Justin? They said, oh, you mean the best running back in the league? And had a belly laugh. And a belly laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a quarterback. Yeah. And that's how people, I was told, in San Francisco felt about Justin when they evaluated all of him. Good kid. Great athlete. We don't think he can play the position. So they took Trey Lance. That didn't work out well either, but they hit it on Brock Purdy. So, Cap, make sure that we write down now that Lewis Rick says that the Bears should keep Justin Fields. Now, again, there is an, I won't say it was an avalanche of people, but we have analysts that say the Bears have to do their due diligence and keep Justin Fields and supply him with the right amount of talent for him to be able to reach his full potential. I have a question for you. Can you play the first cut from Lewis? Is he saying he would keep Justin or I think they will keep Justin? Right now I think they'd go with keeping Justin. They'd. So was the question ever asked, what would you do? Because that... As I listen to that again, like I heard it yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he wants John. Now listening to it back, I think they'd keep Justin. Right now I think they'd go with keeping Justin. I, I don't I don't look they, they haven't lost faith in that in that West Coast style offense. Okay. They haven't lost faith in it. Look at all the dudes they're bringing in that are direct descendants of that. So they still like it. They obviously still like it philosophically. And how could you not? How could you not? But not everybody can teach it the exact, you know, the same way. I mean, it, you, you know this, right? I mean, and it has different variations, too. I mean, and it is a good system. It is. I've heard Mike McDaniel talk about it. 
I sat and talked to Sean about it and listened to Kyle talk about it. I was with Andy and listened to him talk about it. it everybody has their different things, so they still like it. And I, and I do think that Justin can thrive in it. I think he could thrive in it in the same way that Jordan Love is thriving in it. Okay. It, it, you can't thrive into the system unless you have the right players. It's kind of like when Howard Moore took over for UIC and says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, install the Wisconsin swing. Well, you, you can't put the swing in without the right players to, to have that. Correct. You could say this as a concept. We're going to run the swing. All right, so you're going to keep the scores low. Every game is going to be 55, 53, something like that. We won't get up and down the floor. But he never got the players for that. There's a, you know, I would think that, yeah, the system does work. But, again, without time, it's, that's not going to work. And if an offensive line's leaky, whoever's back there, you can't run that West Coast system effectively enough. You know, you t- say all the time, hey, Jordan Love and the Packers run the same thing the Bears do. What's the difference? What's the difference is they run it way better. Better players. It's, it's like a well-oiled machine when the Packers do it. What about the Bears? Can't, do, can't run that system without time. Correct. <laughs> and, and working on that same system and working on it and working on it until it's uh, perfect. And the Bears are just not there yet. DL on Twitter said, guys, I love Justin. I was jacked when we drafted him. I own his jersey. He has not been good enough for a lot of reasons. Many of them are his own lack of improvement. I'm tired of the excuses. It's not a hard decision in my opinion. It's time to move on, and I'll be shocked if the Bears keep him. It's polarizing. It is. But it's interesting. This is why this offseason is going to be huge for the Chicago Bears. Shot or no shot in two minutes on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show.